Hey guys, welcome to the Doula Diaries. I'm Heidi. I'm the host of the Birth Story Podcast, which drops birth story episodes and expert interviews every Thursday. I'm also the author of the Birth Story Pregnancy Guidebook and Journal. It is everything, 529 pages of everything that you need to know to prepare for your birth. You can get that at birthstory.com. And I am also the content creator for Birth Story Academy, where you go for online learning from a virtual doula. You can also get into my private Facebook community through Birth Story Academy. And here on Tuesdays is where we meet for doula diaries. So welcome. Welcome to Doula Diaries. Today we're going to talk about SPED, an acronym I made up, but it works really well. And it means station, position, effacement, and dilation. But before we get to that and vaginal exams and why SPED is important in this Doula Diaries, it is May 3rd, 2022. And you just heard my phone ding because it's blowing up. Because what I woke up to today was the leaked document of Roe v. Wade that it might be overturned. And I want to make a statement to my audience about being a full spectrum doula and what this means. So, Here's what I want to leave you with. It is very important for women's rights, for birthing person's rights, for pregnant person's rights, for body autonomy. This is human rights that we're talking about. The government telling you what you can and cannot do with your own body. And I understand how fragile that is because we are talking about a baby. Now, each one of my audience members is going to define that differently. Some of you are going to define that as when the sperm and the egg meet, however that happens with IUI, IVF, penetrative, P and V sex, but when a sperm meets an egg, others of you are going to define that um, after you've birth and you're holding a baby in your arms. That's breathing and crying. And others of you may have a, an idea of uh, when there's a heartbeat or um, after like the fetus looks like a baby on an ultrasound. That's not what this conversation is about. This conversation is about human rights and the safety of options. No matter what we believe, what our faith is, abortions are going to continue. It's whether or not they're going to be safe or they're going to be dangerous. My mother and her friends, people that they grew up with in the 1950s. Yes, I am that old. (laughs) That's when my mom grew up. Um, have lost their fertility later in life, had scarred uteruses, had many miscarriages after back 
alley-knifed abortions that were unsafe and unclean. And I fear that that's where we're going. In my doula business, these are the stories that I hear. I am 45 years old and carrying this baby to term is going to kill me. That has happened to me this year. Conversation. Another conversation is at the 18-week ultrasound, we found out that the baby has XYZ and is likely going to be stillborn and not uh, make it. And I would like to go ahead and terminate now than delivering a stillborn baby later. These are real stories in my doula business that I'm sharing with you right now. Um, Another story is you have a severe subchorionic hematoma. It's continuing to bleed. You've lost too much blood. If you do not terminate this pregnancy, you will die. And the provider had to look at the partner because the, the birthing person, the pregnant person was unconscious. And the in this case, the father had to decide to save his wife or to save a 20-week, that was an 18-week, but an 18-week baby fetus, whatever terminology is comfortable for you. I had another client that really, really thought that they wanted to have another baby, had two babies. And, and then when later she became pregnant unexpectedly, like not planned, suffered severe antepartum depression and just couldn't go through with the pregnancy and terminated. Then let's kick it back to high school in the 1990s. And I have many, 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 many friends who had abortions in high school and in college from the time that we were 14 and on. And I am raising two male children. They're six and eight, so I'm not going to begin to speculate what their sexuality or their even their gender is at this point, but let's just say they go on to be uh, cisgendered heterosexual kids and the condom breaks. You know, right now, it looks like there may be no options for our sons. There may be no options for our daughters. There may be no options for our, our non-binary associating children. If my 14-year-old gets someone pregnant, like, ex, ex, I, I have to be a grandma? Like, who's, who's really going to take care of that baby? Me. So anyway, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, I'm a woman of faith. I don't address this conversation lightly. It's hard for me to even say it. But abortion, also known as a DNC or a DNE, when you miscarry, it will be on your medical chart as an abortion. Yes, it is. Yes, it will. If you have ever miscarried and had a DNC or a DNE, go look at your medical record. You have had an abortion. You may not have even known that. An abortion is abortions are human rights. 
this topic is about human rights. It's about the government not telling you what to do with your body. And there's so much more to it, right? In the United States, we have the highest maternal and fetal like mortality problem right now, especially with women of color. There are over 1 million abortions performed in the United States each year. 1 million. I'm sorry. We don't have socialized health care. Who is going to take care of, who's going to take care of those 1 million? That's the city of Charlotte every year. Uh, a brand new city popping up with unwanted children in bad circumstances, likely without food, shelter, clothing, health care. If we want to do away with abortions, we better fix the health care system. We better make it so that these children would be well taken care of by someone. We also need to look at male birth control, male birth control. This is not a one-sided birth control thing. Condoms break, y'all. IUDs fail. My little sister, my mom was 44 years old, 44. She had two kids that had graduated from college. And that IUD was still inside of her when she got pregnant. And she was doing everything to not get pregnant. Now my mom chose life and I have a little sister. That is not going to be everyone's choice. So I want to make sure that we're very careful when we have this discussion that not everyone is just recklessly practicing unsafe sex and getting pregnant. Many abortions are inside marriages. Many abortions are with teenagers who are not ready to parent. Many abortions are medically necessary to save a mother's or a birthing person's or a pregnant person's life. There are so many abortions that are necessary that we're just not talking about. And so today on May 3rd, 2022, with this leaked document, you need to know if you're part of my audience, I am a full spectrum doula. It is very hard for me to support loss. It is very hard for me to support accepted termination. It is often very hard for me to support long, long births. In, in wanted and unwanted pregnancy, I have been part of many, many births of an unwanted child. Also very difficult for me. But here's the point. My opinion doesn't matter. I don't get to have an opinion over what you do with your body. And I don't think that the government should be able to tell you what to do with your body either. And I'll take that another step further because we're in the middle of COVID. I don't think the government can tell you what to do with your body. I don't think the government can mandate vaccines. I don't think the government can tell you to get an abortion. I don't think the government can tell you to get sterilized. Like, 
if I'm going to take a stand that says the government shouldn't intervene with your body, then I don't get to pick and choose what things I want to believe in. So for everyone today who is scared because their 18-week ultrasound is coming up or their 13-week blood work and they're not sure if their baby has trisomy, what's going to happen if they don't get the choice of whether to carry or to discontinue? Or if they get a diagnosis at an ultrasound that says it's you or your baby, they don't actually get that choice. It's a heavy day. So thank you for letting me share my opinion. So that's it for today. Big hugs. Thanks for being part of my family.